I think it's ultimately about who you know mm -hmm. uh, and building those relationships and genuine organic relationships with people mm -hmm. um, that you can't you can't really learn in school. What am I willing to do to go get it? I push things aside just to go get it. I know my role and I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never Welcome give up. Welcome back I'm to the YI Network, where we interview every job occupation, A through Z, from the trash man to the CEO, and ask them why and how they started their profession so that you can find your dream job, too. I'm your host, Kojo Thompson, and today we have a very special guest with us. It is Elijah Buford. Now, Elijah has been working as a private jet charter broker for more than five years arranging luxury travel for celebrities and other ultra high net worth individuals. So Elijah has a lot to share with us here today. So Elijah, shall I proceed? Yes, indeed. Oh, right. Elijah, how are we feeling today? I'm doing great. Today is Friday. Um, get my day started. So happy to be here. Perfect. Perfect, perfect. And Eliza, we are real, real, real excited to have you on the first charter I think that we have had on the podcast. And I think we're going to have to ask the question that everybody has been waiting for. Drum roll, please. And Elijah, that is <laughs> why. Why are you doing what you're doing today? You know, I've always been interested in aviation from a young age. I have also always been interested in luxury and everything that that entails. So for me, when the opportunity came up to work as a private jet charter broker, it just kind of merged the, the best of both worlds for me. I saw it as an opportunity to get to speak with and interact with some of the world's most successful individuals across different industries, you know, through the public sector as well with top level government officials. So kind of a long winded way of, of explaining how I got into it or why I got into it. Mm, 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 mm. And again, Elijah, you just told us why. But right now you're at the top of the totem pole. You're where everybody wants to be. Take us back down to the bottom. Day one, step one. What was your process like that got you here today? Sure. So uh, essentially, I've sort of dipped my feet in a, a couple of different puddles, you know, in terms of careers. I initially worked in investment banking um, for Goldman Sachs and um then I worked on a political campaign, jumped over to working in startups, and then pursued my interest in entertainment um, in the entertainment industry and talent representation. So mm -hmm. I actually interned at a film festival in Cannes, France called the Cannes Film Festival mm -hmm. in 2015. And uh, worked with a company called United Talent Agency, got the chance to make a ton of connections in the luxury space outside of the day-to-day the -day that I was doing, working with, with film producer, independent film producers. So I took what I could from that experience and then you know, got back home to the States and sent out a blast email to some contacts that I made and said, hey, you know, I'm looking for my next opportunity. And someone proposed to me the idea of becoming a charter broker. That's kind of where it took off from there. Mm -mm -mm. I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. And 
I know I just asked you to throw it back for us, Eliza, but here's what I want from you next. I want okay. you to throw it back even further than that. What do you think were some childhood hobbies and habits that matriculated into what you're doing today? Yeah, you know, it's funny when I think about it, I've always been an ambitious nerdy kid. When I was 10 or 11 years old, I put on a suit, went door to door in my neighborhood and proposed my services as a consultant Mm -hmm. to my neighbors, uh, whether that was... So thinking back, I didn't really have a clearly defined business plan other than what do you need help with? I can can probably help you with it. Um, Mm -hmm. So I was doing everything from helping with computer repairs to, you know, making, this is back when CDs were popular. I would make burn CDs with, mm-hmm. with um, people's favorite music on them. And, you know, just kind of wanted to, to be a little businessman. So I've always been big on networking and building relationships, I guess, just intellectually curious about different professions and, and wanted to, to, to be an entrepreneur. So I think that that's kind of the standout story from my childhood. And then, you know, throughout high school and middle school, I was involved in various entrepreneurship programs and accelerators, school offered. uh, I've always been a kind of a budding relationship guy. I remember I I actually initially wanted to work in the music industry and I had a family, a family friend who my my father told me about, um, who was like one of the label heads up in New York. I used to call him like every day after school, and I just thought it was the coolest thing when he would pick up, even if it was just to tell me that he'd have to call me back, or you know that I wasn't ultimately I wasn't able to do an internship because of their corporate requirements and needing to receive school credit, but. Um, it was just the coolest thing to me that I knew this guy who had all these connections in the music industry. So mm. yeah, for me, that's, that's kind of what I think back to. Mm-hmm. And what's an average day like for you today? Yeah. So today, you know, as a broker, I essentially, I'm also a travel consultant overall. So where before I would consult the best aircraft for the, for the trip mm-hmm. request, now I can provide full service luxury trip planning, um, everything from the private jet charter to what hotel they stay in, you know, and what different experiences um, the client has as well at their destination. So mm-hmm. but my primary day to day essentially looks like, you know, managing requests from clients. You know, if I have a client that says they want to fly from New York to Miami for the weekend. Mm-hmm. I get I gather all the all the trip details, the number of passengers, mm-hmm. and if they're a new client, I ask them a different set of questions to sort of see if they have a preferred type of aircraft. Are they do they have any limitations mm-hmm. or special special requirements? Are they you know if they're six foot five, I wouldn't want to put them in a small light jet cabin. Mm-hmm. Probably something with a, a taller cabin height. So just considering those different factors. Um, and then I go out to the marketplace, source the best available aircraft open for charter mm-hmm. and present those options usually by email to clients, but sometimes text messages, depending on my relationship with the client mm-hmm. um, or just a quick phone call and present those options to the clients. I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. Now, Elijah, what do you enjoy the most about what you do? Yeah. So uh, what do I, I I think it goes back to getting to interact and build relationships with and and be helpful to 
some really successful and interesting people who are, you know, very accomplished in their respective fields. So mm-hmm. for me, uh, that's 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 a joy that I get uh, out of it. I feel like I play a small role in helping the overall global economy move and function by helping to helping with the logistics for for my clients. So I also really enjoy just the service delivery of that as well. You know, with uh, with, with private jet charters, there's a lot that's expected out of a broker, and mm-hmm. um, I like to sort of handhold my clients and really make sure that everything is in place from their catering to their ground transportation if requested, Mm -hmm. that everything just runs as smoothly as possible, Mm -hmm. uh, including the flight itself, of course. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, I love it. I love it. I love it. Unfortunately, the back end of that question is, what do you enjoy the least? I think with that, it's it's, I don't, uh, and I've gotten better at this, but mm-hmm. relaying bad news. So especially in the charter market, um, there are different segments of the private jet industry, but in the charter market where, you know, the client doesn't own the plane, we're dependent on a number of different factors as it relates to availability and crew requirements and, and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, occasionally we'll have what's called a mechanical where, and this happens with commercial air, airlines too, mm-hmm. you know, where your flight is delayed because of usually a minor mechanical issue, but, mm-hmm. you know, they have to take, you know, get a part from the warehouse and get it mm-hmm. over to the plane itself. And it's kind of a process. So mm-hmm. that also happens with private jets. And there's an assumption rightfully so for for the cost <laughs> that sort of thing won't happen but it's mm-hmm. just the nature of the business um mm-hmm. that sometimes i have to relay you know bad information or not so good news i should say mm-hmm. but i try to do so the trick to it is relaying the not so good news with a solution mm-hmm. right so so it's it's not just hey you know you're your plane has a mechanical issue. We can't, we can't get you to your, your business meeting mm-hmm. on time. It might be there's a mechanical issue, but I have another solution for you. Mm-hmm. There is a slight price increase mm-hmm. um, or sometimes a decrease and then mm-hmm. we you know, credit their account, but mm-hmm. um, usually an increase and, mm-hmm. um, and going from there. So I don't like to, I like to relay the good news. I kind of, I put my, I like to put myself in my client's shoes and think, mm-hmm. how would I feel in this situation. And so doing that requires me to, my stomach sort of has butterflies whenever I have to relay bad news, but I'm getting better at it. Mm, 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 mm. I love it. I love it. I absolutely love that answer. Now, this next question, Elijah, is my absolute favorite. And that is, do you think that grades mattered in school for the success that you have in your career today? Uh, And we interrupt this programming with a word from our sponsors. Now, a lot of people ask me, Kojo, you've helped me figure out how to do this, that, and the other, but what about starting my own podcast like you? Well, I'm finally sharing my secret. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. 
Your show can be online and listed in all major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world by hitting our affiliate link down below. Now, don't miss out on this limited time offer. Sign up and live your dream job too. Now back to the podcast. Yes and no. I think that in what I do and a lot of sales roles, it's more of a, these roles require more of a uh, emotional intelligence, I think is is the term. Mm -hmm. Um, rather than a traditional IQ, right? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, people want to work with people that they like, people that they connect with. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, grades are important because they can be an indicator of how well you complete a task in a, in a, you know, specific time frame and, mm -hmm. and other indicators like that. But mm -hmm. I think it's ultimately about who you know, Mm -hmm. uh, and building those relationships and genuine organic relationships with people mm -hmm. that you can't you can't really learn in school. Mm -hmm. You know, there are courses and, and different things that can teach you um, how to be a better salesperson. But mm -hmm. and, and, and those do work well. Um, mm -hmm. I've taken I've, I've taken them. But is geometry gonna? Is cal? Is is? Uh, I, I'm bringing up math because I always was. I was always terrible at math. But is the traditional academic curriculum gonna mm -hmm. help you a lot? Not really. Not in this role, mm -hmm. and not in most sales roles. So, mm -hmm. so I think it's just more of just being a self learner and just being intellectually curious and being a jack of all trades and knowing a little bit about a lot of different things. Mm, 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 mm. I love it. I love it. I absolutely love that answer right there. And again, Eliza has been answering these questions absolutely perfectly all <laughs> interview long. And unfortunately, 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 we are already down to that last question, which is if there was one just one piece of advice for somebody out there listening right now who wants to be in the position that you're in today elijah what would that be yeah i'd say i'd say you know provide massive help you know build your i'd say build your network early mm -hmm. before you need it mm-hmm um, and you do that by providing massive help. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think even the biggest and most powerful people in the world have something they'd like help with. So mm -hmm. um, too many people, I think, never reach out to those people mm -hmm. above them um, in, in theory due to the fear that they won't be, that they won't be able to offer them anything in return. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, there are a lot of things, you know, for example, you could 
write an article or blog post about them. You could Mm -hmm. share the project that they're working on with your community. You can, you know, offer to to spread their message through a video interview or podcast with them. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think when you really think about it, or even just sharing an article that you that you think that relates to what they what they do, the, the term networking can have a negative connotation, but it's really about your professional currency mm. is what I like to call it. So, um, and building that network before you need it, providing massive help and seeking out people, asking people to be mentor is a big, is a big term. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people, a lot of busy people think, you know, think it can be a little bit overwhelming at first. Mm-hmm. And I can speak at length on this. I'll keep it to you know, just, just provide value, seek out those people that are doing interesting things in your field and just say, Hey, you know, I'd love to, to learn from you. I'd love to shadow you, Mm -hmm. um, and provide help to them. And that itself is helpful to them, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's sharing because people love to share insights and well, good people and, you know, and, and bring up those coming up. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I'd say those, those, uh, those key, those key things. And I'm happy to provide more resources. There are some, some resources on my website as well that um, on networking and, and relationship building Mm -hmm. Um, a great book by um, Keith Ferrazzi, called Never Eat Alone, mm-hmm. um, which is uh, an awesome book about professional currency and, and how to build that, that network and expand your horizons. Mm-hmm. And Elijah, again, you have been answering these questions absolutely perfectly all interview long, but I'm not going to lie. I need one more thing from you before I let you go. I need one more thing from you before I let you go. I don't care if it's a website. I don't care if it's a social media link. I don't even care if it is a book, something that I can leave down in the link in the description below so that my audience can reach yours. Please, please, please promote and shout it out now. Yeah, so I think it's just um, there. There are some resources that are going to be added to my website pretty soon. There are some there that there are some there now. So mm-hmm. it's just www.elijahbuford.com. Go to the blog section and see some of those resources there. Feel free, anyone listening, to connect with me on LinkedIn or through the website. And please hit that link down below. Please hit that link down below again. This is called the YI Network. For a reason, Elijah is putting his information down there on the line for for you guys to take advantage of. So please hit that link down in the description below. And again, Elijah has been an excellent, excellent, excellent guest all interview long. And we must thank him once again. But now, folks, as you know, there are three types of work, a job, a career and a calling. Most people have a job. You're lucky if you find a career, but you are truly, truly blessed if you find your calling. And I really hope that me and Elijah helped you find it here today, folks. That is a wrap. If you like today's episode, make sure to follow the Y Network on Instagram for daily quotes from your favorite episodes and more. And if today's podcast helped you in any type of way, make sure not to thank me, but thank God. God put me on the right track at the right time to provide you guys with this content through me. And I pray that this episode helps you align with your purpose so that you too may help others. So stay blessed and stay safe. And until next time, guys. What am I willing to do to go get it? I push things aside. 
just to go get it. I know my role and I play my position. You talking too much, please learn how to listen. I never give up, I'm not quitting, I'm persistent.